When we think about describing our personalities, most people will characterize themselves as either an introvert or an extrovert. And most people think that you have to be either or. But research has shown that that's not really the case. Most of us fall somewhere in the middle. Welcome to episode 37, where we discussed introverts, extroverts, and ambiverts, those of us who fall in the middle of the continuum. This episode is sponsored by Nickerson, a full-service branding, marketing, and PR communications agency with team members in Boston, LA, Miami, and New York City. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. The first records of the word introvert come from the 1600s when it was used as a verb meaning to turn one's thoughts inward. It wasn't until the 1900s, 1916 actually, that it began to be popularly used in the context of psychology as a noun referring to a person with a certain personality type. The adjective extroverted first used in modern psychology around 1918, has origins in the German word extra, meaning outward, and the Latin word verter, meaning to turn. So extroverted people look outward rather than toward their inner thoughts. Ambervert, first recorded in 1927, is based on Latin elements, the prefix ambi on both sides and the suffix vert, extracted from the verb verter, to turn, so literally meaning turned both ways. An ambivert is someone who falls in the middle of the introvert-extrovert continuum. Having first been recorded and discussed in psychology a mere decade after the words introvert and extrovert were coined, it makes me wonder why more people don't understand that they don't have to be one or the other, introverted or extroverted. They can fall in the middle. They can be an ambivert. The main way that people differentiate introverts from extroverts is by saying that introverts are shy and extroverts are outgoing. This is a myth. Being introverted or extroverted is really about where you get your energy from. People who tend to fall near the extrovert end of the continuum draw their energy from the outside world, from the people, places, and things around them. That doesn't mean that you don't also need time to yourself every once in a while. For introverts, your energy comes from within instead of from people and things around you. That's not to say that you hate socializing. It's that you get drained if you do it for too long. Are you ready for the research and study part of the episode? There's always that part in each episode. Adam Grant, who I have mentioned in previous podcasts, conducted a study in which he found that two-thirds of people don't strongly identify as an introvert or an extrovert. The vast majority of us fall in that spectrum in between and are ambiverts and can tend to one side or the other depending on the situation that we find ourselves in. Now... If you ask most people their opinion on who would be the best salesperson, 
an introvert or an extrovert, most people would say the extrovert, but they would be wrong. Grant's research disproves this widely held notion that extroverts are better at sales. His research showed that ambiverts outsell the average salesperson by 51%. This is because ambiverts can connect more deeply to a wider variety of people. Ambiverts are comfortable speaking, but they are just as comfortable listening. They are able to build strong rapport and empathy with people, and they have a larger capacity to build trust with others. Not to mention that their comfort zone around other people is larger than that of introverts and extroverts. Because ambiverts are so adaptable, they thrive in a number of different careers, including sales positions, creative teams, mediation or negotiation, management, or as psychology and therapists. Wondering what you are? There are a number of different introvert, extrovert, ambivert tests on the internet, and I encourage you to take a couple of them to determine where you fall in the continuum. Talent Smart conducted research with over a million people, and their findings were that upper echelon performers tend to be highly self-aware. Now, there is a lot that goes into being highly self-aware, and maybe we'll get into that in a later podcast, but understanding where you fall on the introvert, ambivert, extrovert spectrum will give you insight into your tendencies, strengths, gaps, where you get your energy from, how you like to communicate, and so much more. And that will certainly help you in your career. So go online and take one of those quizzes. There are no right or wrong answers. There's just insights to be learned. I found this article on the drinks business website titled, What Your Wine Preference Says About Your Personality. So of course I was into that. The article went on to say, and I quote, According to the study conducted by one poll, which surveyed over 2,000 Americans over the age of 21, red wine drinkers are more likely to be introverts and white wine lovers extroverts. It also found that those who prefer white wine tend to be curious night owls with a penchant for punk music, perfectionism, and cats. Red wine drinkers, meanwhile, were found to be adventurous, early rising, dog-loving jazz aficionados. Of all the studies I have mentioned on this podcast, this one has to be the one that is the most full of shit. I have no idea how they conducted this study, but it sounds less than scientific. Well, it's been a while since the drink of the week highlighted um, a wine. And, and because of the aforementioned study, which didn't give any love to the rosé drinker or the personalities that drink it, I'm going to make up my own study. According to my study that I just made up while sitting here enjoying this whispering angel rosé from France, is that ambiverts prefer rosé simply because it is neither red nor white. It straddles the wine continuum without making you choose a side. It doesn't care if you are an early riser or if you sleep to the crack of noon. It gives zero fucks if you are a vegan or if you regularly eat the ass end of a cow for dinner. It likes classical and hip-hop on the same day, minutes apart. It is completely self-aware. It is pink and it's proud, so get used to it. Okay, fam. It's that time in the podcast, the time for me to ask you to please share this podcast with your friends, to review it on iTunes or wherever you are listening, 
to subscribe, and to thank you for being here. Until next week, cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works. Thank you.